Welcome to the Teaching Middle School ELA Podcast. We're your hosts, Caitlin Mitchell and Jessica Kanata. If you're looking for ways to bring rigor and engagement to your middle school ELA classroom without sacrificing your nights and weekends, then this podcast is for you. Our goal is to provide you with your weekly dose of tips, tools, and inspiration so you can actually enjoy teaching again. We'll help you bring the fun and creativity to your ELA lessons so that your students master the standards and you can leave school when the bell rings. Get ready to be that teacher you've always wanted to be to do great work and thrive. Okay, first of all, I want to say that it's hard to believe that we're talking about Halloween. It's so strange, right? (laughs) I feel like this year went by, I don't know about you, but it went by so fast. It's a blur. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, we're talking about Halloween. This is a no prep Halloween activity that your students are going to absolutely love. So Halloween in middle school, we all know can go one of two ways, right? You can pretend it's just another day. You can keep it business as usual, which I tried to do to no avail. It was not successful. You got to kind of lean into it, right? You have your bell ringer assignment ready to go. You keep reading the next chapter of refugee. Your students take the grammar quiz for the next unit. You just wrapped up, right? You keep it status quo, or you can do something different. Or, right, you can create a memorable Halloween experience that your students will love. And it is 100% completely zero prep for you and standards aligned and take it from someone who has tried to keep it status quo unsuccessfully. This is like a no brainer. Definitely lean into Halloween and participate in it with your students. So why not have that fun with them, right? It's a day where your students are already distracted about trick or treating later that night, especially when Halloween is on a weekday. It's brutal. Anyway, it's a Monday this year. Like, oh, <laughs> that's tough. I wonder if some schools give it uh, off to teachers. Oh, I, that okay. happened for us a couple of times. My boys last year had the day off because it was Sunday and then they had Monday off. It was awesome. Uh-huh. This uh-huh. year they have a half day. So I'm like, okay, that's not bad. The that's teachers bad. get a little breather. But yeah. Tuesday's going to be brutal. I know. I think they should <laughs> that as the half day. Or it's so. all about perspective. Tuesday's going to be calm. It's going to be yeah, mellow. Everyone's going to be tired. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so definitely a no-brainer. Like have some fun on Halloween. Students are already distracted. Do an engaging Halloween-related lesson with them that's going to keep them on the edge of their seats. And that's exactly what this lesson's going to do. So we're going to talk about hitting speaking and listening standards as well as writing standards. And while it can be done entirely on its own, like exactly what we're going to share with you, you can still do. And if you're an EB Teachers Club member, it goes perfectly with issue number five in the EB Teachers Club. And that's our descriptive writing unit that has students writing descriptions of haunted houses for sale. So if you're EB Teachers Club member, you can take it even further. But if you're not, you 100% can use everything that we're going to talk about in this episode. So go ahead, Jess, start us off. Okay. I'm so excited. Like, this is so fun, you guys. (laughs) So to start off your class period on that Halloween day, you're going to want to have the lights off and some spooky sounds playing when your students enter the room. So you can just literally search spooky Halloween sounds on YouTube. Like I went and did this. There is a ton of options out there and you hear sounds like wind and doors creaking and witches cackling. Like it's perfect. So students walk into that dark room listening to those sounds. So they know right from the start, like, Ooh, something's fun and different in class today. So they get settled into their seats and you don't say anything to them. You just turn off the sounds and immediately you're going to want to start playing episode 145 of the criminal podcast. And it's called how to sell a haunted house. 
So you don't introduce it. You don't tell them anything because I promise you, like it's going to immediately start to hook them. Even if they're chatting away, like they're going to stop. It's such a good story. So I'm going to tell you the basics of the story right now. So you kind of have an idea of how this will look. So the podcast starts off where it's like the middle of the night and there's a husband named Mark and his wife, Cynthia, and they're asleep in bed. They live in like this old Victorian house at one Lavetta place in Nyack, New York. So wife is asleep and Mark hears like creaking coming up the stairs. And then all of a sudden it feels like someone is sitting on the bed right beside him. And he sees like the silhouette of this woman. And then the woman just gets up and walks out of the room. So Mark is like justifiably freaked out. He immediately wakes up his wife and he's like, I just saw a ghost. I just saw a ghost. And she just says, was it a woman? Oh yeah. She's been here before. Like what? I've got to interrupt. I have literally goosebumps all over my body. I hate scary things. Same. Like I can't handle that. And just that she's so nonchalant. She's like, oh yeah, she's been here before. Like, and you didn't tell me like, oh my gosh. Well, it turns out that Cynthia, the wife, she'd actually grown up in this house. Her parents had bought it in like the 1960s. And right after they moved in, like that's when kids around town started to say to them, like, you know, you bought a haunted house, right? Like we see ghosts in your window all the time. So when Cynthia was a kid, she and her family had all these strange encounters with ghosts. Like there was one time her mom was painting a room and she kind of turns around and there's this old gentleman and he's dressed in like colonial clothes and he's just watching her. And the mom just says, I hope you like the color I'm painting. And then the man just leaves. Or Cynthia tells the story of like how her bed would just start shaking really early each morning and it would like wake her up and then she'd get up and go to school and it was winter vacation. So she didn't really have to get up and go to school and her bed was still creaking. And so she decided that she thought it was the ghost doing it. And so she said to the ghost, you know, Hey, I'm on vacation. Please don't do that anymore. And then like the next day it just stopped and she was able to sleep in. So like all these weird things, or like she'd walk into her bedroom and there'd be a woman on her bed, just like brushing her hair. And Cynthia would say like, oh, excuse me. Like, sorry, I'm interrupting you kind of. And the woman would kind of give her a look and then keep brushing her hair. So like just weird stuff. So over the years, Cynthia's mom had gathered all these stories and she ended up writing an article about all the ghosts at one Lavetta place. And it was published in a magazine in 1977. And it was called Our Haunted House on the Hudson. And so it told all about the hearing the footsteps and the doors opening and closing on their own and like the random disappearance of a ham sandwich, just all these different stories. But then in 1989, Cynthia's mom decided, okay, you know what? It's time to move. I need to sell the house. But it turns out it's this huge issue with the potential buyers, right? Because do they want to live in a house with ghosts? And this story became so big. It's still taught in law schools today. And I love this. It's called the Ghostbusters ruling. And I don't want to tell you the rest of the story because it's really fascinating and it's super engaging. Like I know you're going to love listening to it. And I know your students will love it too. Caitlin, are you into it? Or are you freaking out? Oh. <laughs> I can't, like I have had encounters with ghosts. Like we could have a whole podcast episode about that. And when we bought this house that we're in now, it's a, we've been here for a year. Um, uh-huh. the woman actually passed away in the home right. and I was really nervous about that. And I talked to my friend who, um, kind of is into like interesting things here in Northern sure. California. And she's like, well, don't you find it special that she passed away in her home? Like, wouldn't you, when you're 95 years old, want to pass away? And I was like, okay, 
I'm okay with it now. And so it is like totally good vibes, but I don't know that I can handle what you're sharing. Well, and what you're saying is actually really interesting because that's part of the episode. Like both of us being from California in California, you have to disclose that stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of States you don't have to, and that comes into play. But you don't have to in other States. Don't have to. I know. (laughs) Oh, crazy. Well, it's interesting. When we came to see the house, I asked the realtor, Mm -hmm. I said, did the woman pass away in the home? And she said, oh, I don't know. And she was like weird about it because we didn't ask for disclosures yet. And like, Uh whatever, all that information hadn't come through. And I was like, I feel like the answer is yes. And she just doesn't want to tell me, you know what I mean? But she, you do have to, to. yeah. 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 Anyways, side note, this is freaking me out. And I think it's going to be great for students. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So back to that podcast episode, if you do choose to use this activity in your classroom, I just want to point out that the entire episode is 32 minutes long. And I really do suggest you listen to it before you play it for your class and just make sure it's appropriate for your students and your school culture. And I really want you to pay close attention around like the 21 minute mark. So you could play the episode up to the 21 minutes and like stop there and be good to go. After that, they start bringing in like these experts about other real estate deals. And they start mentioning homes that have been sold with like maybe violent acts or deaths that occurred there. So that just might not need to be necessary in your activity. So you could just stop it before those descriptions begin around 21 minutes and you'd be good to go. Yeah. And if you have short class periods, you know, anywhere from like 40 to 50 minute range, what you could do is you could listen to the whole episode, right? You really want to have students like immersed in the experience and not do half one day and half on the other day, listen to the whole episode on one year class periods. And then on the following day, what you're going to do, or if your class period's longer, you can do this on the same day. You're going to have a class discussion after that, that really focuses on key speaking and listening standards. So I'm going to give you about five questions that you'll want to jot down that you can use for your students to have these discussions in like small groups. You could have as a whole class, however it is that you want to set it up. So the first question that you can present to your students is should sellers of a home be required to share information about paranormal activity with prospective buyers? Question number two, are there such thing as ghosts? Question number three, is Helen Ackley, the owner of the home described in the podcast episode at fault for sharing information about the ghosts with the public in her magazine article, but then not disclosing the information to potential buyers who put down a deposit for the home? Question number four, would you choose to purchase a home if it was disclosed to you that paranormal activity had occurred there? I think my answer is no. Um, (laughs) Number five, question number five, should you pay less for a home if it is disclosed that paranormal activity has been witnessed there, or should that not be factored into a home's price or perceived value? I want to answer that really fast because there is a home that's been for sale down, not down the street from us, but like, I don't know, five minutes away that there were multiple, um, murders in the home that happened. Oh my God. Yeah. And like that normal piece of property would be worth a lot, but it's worth probably 50%. It ended up going to court. Like it was just Mm -hmm. this crazy, fascinating thing because they have in California, you have to disclose that information. And of course it was all over the news, right. When it happened 30 years ago or whatever. Um, but so anyways, it's just, it's very interesting, very, very interesting. Mm -hmm. So if you do have a longer class period, like I mentioned, you may wish to have students write their own descriptions too of a haunted house for sale. 
And so if you go this route, I'm going to talk to you about how to set that up. It's so much fun. I did this with my fifth graders. I did this with my eighth graders. They freaking love this activity. So what you're going to want to have your students do is have them create an imaginary address with a description of, you know, how many bedrooms, bathrooms, nearby attractions, et cetera. So you're kind of putting on like your realtor hat as you're thinking about this particular activity. So then you will have students brainstorm items that they might find in a haunted house, maybe cobwebs or which is broom in the closet, et cetera. You might not even do a full-blown like haunted house. You might do like a house like they talk about in the podcast episode. Like what could be creepy about that? It doesn't necessarily um, have to be like haunted like you think of like Halloween type things. Um, students can kind of do whatever they want with it. It's really fun. So then you'll instruct students to pick three main parts of the house. Perhaps it's a bedroom, the kitchen, the living room, the dining room, the backyard, whatever it is, three of them. And then you will have students write detailed descriptions of these rooms, including some of the items that they brainstormed that can be found in a haunted house. So they should pretend in that case, like they're a realtor, they're creating a detailed flyer of a haunted house for sale. So it's almost like the creepier it is and like the lower value you can make the home is like the goal Better. as opposed to the opposite, right? <laughs> um, and so of course, like I always did this is you can have students create an illustration to go along with it as well. So that's really fun is fun too. Love it. So listening to and then discussing this particular podcast episode from Criminal and then writing that haunted house description, it requires no prep and it's still incredibly engaging and rigorous for your students. So students are engaged in that collaborative discussion about ghosts and paranormal activity, and they're coming prepared to participate because they literally just listened to the podcast episode in class. And if you want them to include evidence from the episode, like during your discussion, um, this is so easy to do. You can just print out the transcript of the episode. If you just go to the criminal podcast website and you click on that episode, it's so easy. You just print it out. You're good to go. And then students can refer directly to it and pull quotes as they you know, critically discuss what they heard. So their students are um, discussing analytically. And then when they go to write their haunted house descriptions, they're using descriptive details and that's engaging for them too, right? They're orienting the reader. They're establishing the context. Those are all standards we need to cover. So like, why not do them in a really fun way? And really what more could you ask for on what's typically a pretty crazy day with your students when they're full of energy? Do something like this, hook them, and they will be so happy. So will you. <laughs> so let us know if you do this fun, no prep activity with your students on Halloween. Send us a direct message on Instagram at EV Academics. Um, and if you loved listening to this podcast episode, definitely leave us a review on iTunes. We would love to hear from you. All right, you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. And we will see you next week on the podcast. Bye, everybody.